Welcome to the Heme Consult Podcast, a weekly inspiration infusion for women of color and hematology. Dear woman of color and hematology, Heme Consults is your personal space to rest, recharge, and renew your spirit with a weekly infusion of inspiration from hematologist Dr. Toyasi Anwemena. Every Sunday, Dr. Anwemena will remind you that you are a superstar and have everything you need to succeed in your incredible career as a hematologist. Welcome to the Hematology Sisterhood that will transform your world. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heme Consults podcast. I'm your host, J.S. Anwemena, hematologist, coach, and leader extraordinaire. It is such a pleasure to be talking with you today, and I want to thank you all for taking this time to listen. I am excited to talk about this topic today, and I'm just talking about lead your tribe. I'm talking about step into leadership of your tribe, and the theme scripture is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. And before I get started, I just want to encourage you, a woman of color in hematology, that you are here for a reason. You're not here by accident. You really are not. I mean, to be honest, the odds are against your success. And the fact that you have somehow made it all the way through to this place is a big deal. It's a big deal because you know that if one thing went differently in your experience, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here in this moment. And so the fact that you're here is not like, oh, wow, everything was just, you know, everything just worked out. I was just lucky. No, it's not just luck. You have worked super hard to be here. Gosh, you've come through challenging circumstances. You've, you've jumped through hoops. You've come up against the odds. You have not given up. Even when the circumstances would have said, hey, time to give up, you didn't give up. And because you didn't do that, you're here. And so if you've made it this far, there's a reason. And I want you to embrace the reason why you're here. I want you to embrace the reason why you came. And that's just my encouragement to you today. I don't know what that is for you, but I know that you are here for a reason. And I want to encourage you to be everything, everything, absolutely everything you're supposed to be. Don't stop short. Don't say this is enough. There is more for you. Embrace it. (laughs) All right. So on today's episode... I'm talking about stepping into leadership of your tribe. When I started my faculty career 10 years ago, I feel like I say that a lot. It it, it really is 10 years ago. I started 10 years ago. There was some measure of fear. There was some measure of fear because people kept telling me that, you know, it's so hard to succeed. Why don't you not try? And I can't tell you how many people told me that. People that I considered my mentors were like, it's so hard. You're working too hard. Why don't you just stop? And it was always very funny to me. It's like, that's really interesting. I should stop working too hard. Like, when is that ever good advice? <laughs> stop doing the thing you love to do because it's too hard. Like, the things I've hated to do are hard. And so why wouldn't I work at the things I love to do that are hard? Why continue to do the things I hate just because they're easy? And to be honest, I've done that. I've done the thing where I'm like, you know what, this thing, I don't even really like it, but it's so easy and the money is so good always a trap. It's always a trap to consider how easy something is to make decisions. But anyway, so along my journey, people have told me it's too hard. You know, nobody does research really anymore. 
You know, it's too hard. Nobody gets funded. The funding lines are so small. And it's true. All those things are true. It is challenging. But the thing they didn't tell me, the thing they didn't make explicit, was that if I didn't take a step, that was a 100% chance of failure. And so what they were protecting me from, they were protecting me from the 95% chance of failure But what they didn't tell me is that it's a 100% chance of failure if I don't move forward. And what does this have to do with leading a tribe? (laughs) Well, you know, I I did move forward. Somehow I was hard-headed. I didn't listen. And I don't know why I didn't listen. Maybe I didn't listen because the cry of my heart was for more. I could do the patient care thing. I could see a lot of patients, and to be honest, I love people. I love seeing patients, but I had done it over and over and over and over again. I mean, by the time I got to my faculty career, I'd been seeing patients for 10 years. That's a long time, people, and I know I'm preaching to the choir. You've been doing this a long time, but 10 years in any career, it's, it's, you know, it's okay for people to get to a place where it's like time for a shift. I've done this for 10 years. Anyway, but there was just the sense I had that I wanted more. And I remember very, very explicitly an experience I had. It was such a vivid experience. I was walking through the clinic and I remember thinking to myself, is this it? Is this, is this where the journey ends? Like, did I come this far to just do this? And it's not denigrating the clinical space. It's not denigrating the patients who came to see me. It's just the recognition that I wanted more. And you may have that feeling right now, the sense of, is there more to my life? Is there more? Is this it? Like, did I come this far just to stop here? And I want to invite you to the space of, yes, there is more, but only if you embrace it. Only if you embrace it. Okay. That kind of was like a pseudo story versus like, you know, (laughs) teaching in in the same vein. It's hard to separate the two because... The story is a whole lesson, my story, right? Everything I've experienced has taught me so much. But here are the three things that I want to share. Here are the three things I want to share is that fear holds you back. But what fear doesn't tell you is what you lose by staying safe. You lose so much more by staying safe and by playing small than you do by taking the big steps that are fearful. Fear shows you everything that doesn't work. Fear shows you everyone that's failed. Fear shows you everybody who's disillusioned. Fear shows you everything that doesn't work. And what fear doesn't show you is the place of you living below everything you can be. What fear doesn't show you is the fact that if you don't take a step, you have a hundred percent failed. What fear does not tell you is that years from now, you're going to look back and you're going to regret never having moved forward. And that feels like so big to me. It feels so big to me because what I'm recognizing is that fear is lying to us. And if we allow it, it will keep us from the thing That is so incredible. It will keep us from the place of deep satisfaction. It will keep us from being everything we want to be. Fear is so awful. 
If we don't take a step, we have guaranteed the failure. And so a 5% success rate is a bigger success rate than a 100% failure. And so where people tell you it's too hard, only 2% of the people succeed, the percentiles are 5%, you remind them that the, that the, the return on not moving forward is absolutely zero. There can be no return on an investment when an investment has not been made. And so that's the first thing I want to tell you is that if you do not move forward, you've guaranteed your failure at 100%, 100% guarantee of failure. And so you know what? I don't know about you, but I'll take my chances with the 2%. The 2% chance of success, I will take it. I will take it any day over a 100% failure and a lifetime filled with regret and what could have been. The second thing I want to share with you is that if you don't take a step, others don't take a step too. If you do not move forward, there are people who will never move forward. And I don't say this to you so that you have to look back in making your decision. Well, if I don't move, somebody else doesn't move. It's not about them. It is about you. But what it does and what I want to share with you about it is that people are waiting for you because you're the leader. You are. And I know that you're the leader because of the the desire that you have inside you for more. The desire that you have in you for more is a desire that other people don't necessarily have. And so you have the call inside of you because you have the power to take the call and make it something. You have the, the desire inside of you because you are equipped to succeed. And if you don't move forward, then you don't stand as the leader of the tribe. And until you take your position as leader, nobody will follow you. And so there's a whole generation of people, and they're mostly younger than you, but some of them are older than you. Some of them are the same age as you. But in that thing, they are younger than you. And they're waiting for you to step into your leadership. They are. They're waiting for you to take charge, to lead the tribe, to establish the tribe. And you're looking around and you're like, I'm so lonely. This space is so hard and it is hard. It is lonely. But hey, if you don't step up, nobody comes to make the space not lonely. If you don't take your mantle of leadership and step into your role, nobody moves forward. And so to be honest, the thing you seek that does not exist, does not exist because you have not taken the first step toward it. The thing you seek that does not exist, does not exist because you have not taken the first step toward it. And it's not time for the call to action, but I want to invite you to courageously step forward into the thing that only you can lead because if you do not lead, people don't enter into their destinies if you do not lead. And in reality, the first person to enter into destiny, the first person to enter into their calling is you. But if you don't enter, other people don't come too. And here's the worst thing about this. You will never know what could have been. Never. 
And that's the thing that's so amazing about life. We don't get to look back and say, wow, this would have been so awesome. We just don't know. We can only regret and say, I wish I'd taken the, the path. I wish I had moved forward. But you don't know the universe of the universe of good that is coming just because you you chose to step forward. And the third thing I want to share with you is that your leadership is not actualized. You don't become everything you can be until you step into that leadership role. The reality is that you may look upon yourself and you're like, eh, I'm not good enough. Eh, you know, I can't really do this. And you know what? To some extent, you're right. But it's stepping into the leadership that actually equips you to do it. It's stepping into the leadership that allows you to lead in the way you need to lead. It's because of all the people who are following you that all of a sudden you are committed to developing yourself so that you can give them something. If you're a parent, if you've parented anybody in any way, whether that's uh, as a mentor, whether that's as a parent of biological children, whether that's as a parent of non-biological children, you realize that the moment people are looking to you, you better shape up. Like you're like, oh, these people are looking to me. I, I better do better. And that's exactly what happens when you step into your leadership role. As people look at you and they're looking up to you and they're depending on you to give them sustenance, so to speak. It's like, well, tell us, tell us what to do. And that encourages you and it drives you. It helps you because you're like, well, all these people are looking to me to lead. I better, I better improve. I better expand. And so your growth and your expansion comes the moment you accept your mission. The moment you accept your mission to lead, you grow and you expand. And so what a powerful, powerful opportunity for your personal development for you to step into your leadership role. And I just, again, before the call to action, I invite you to, to become all you can be <laughs> by stepping into your leadership role. And so what do I want to share with you? What do I want to invite you to do? I want to invite you to tell fear that it is a liar. I, that's the first thing I want you to do. Say, fear, you are lying to me. And the reason fear is lying is that fear is not giving you the whole picture. All it's telling you is be safe. Be safe. Don't step out. Don't let people see you. You could fail. Fear is lying because fear is not telling you the whole picture. And so I invite you today to say, fear, stop lying to me. In fact, I invite you to walk away from fear and close your ears. When fear starts to talk, I want you to say, do not talk to me. Oh, better yet, I need you to start building faith instead of fear. And here's the thing, fear is talking to you. It's telling you things. And so I want you to change the channel and start having words that are not fearful play in your channel every day. What do you need to meditate on? That's the truth of what you can do. That's the truth of who you are. That's the truth of what you can be. What do you need to meditate on? Because telling fear you're a liar and walking away from fear is like getting out of debt. It's like saying, okay, great. We've, you know, we, we've paid off the debt. But if you're going to build wealth, if you're going to build wealth in the steps in which you're moving forward in your career, you're going to not just stop at coming out of the debt of fear. You're going to start to build wealth by building a well of what is true about you, that you can do anything you set your mind to do, 
that you can succeed uniquely and amazingly, that the road before you may be hard, but you've done hard things and you can succeed at doing hard things over and over and over again. Oh my goodness, isn't that so powerful? And I want to invite you, I want to invite you to tell fear that it's a liar. And then the second thing I want you to do is to build faith, is to build words of faith. What does that look like? That looks like meditating on words, on words that uplift you, on words that encourage you, on words that inspire you. That looks like listening to people who tell you you can. That looks like moving away from people who tell you you can't. That looks like building, building, building what you hear, building, building, building what you hear, intentionally building the environment of what you listen to intentionally building the environment of what you listen to so that you are building faith. Yes, I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you to build faith in what you can do, in who you are, in what you can become, because it's so important. And if you don't do that, nobody else will do that for you. A third thing I want to invite you to do is I want to invite you to take your position as the leader of the tribe. I want to invite you to take up your role as somebody who is going to go forward whether there's anybody following or not. Because you know what? It won't be many steps that you've taken. You're going to look back and all of a sudden there'll be so many people surrounding you. It'll be so awesome and so incredible. But it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen until you decide. It doesn't happen until you step forward into your role of leadership. And so I invite you I invite you to do that. All right, woman of color in hematology, I am so thankful for the opportunity to talk to you today. I want to invite you to come hang out with me at a webinar that I'm doing tomorrow, November 20th at 6 p.m. It's about five critical steps to transition from clinician to research leader. And if that's you, if you're the person who's trying to make that transition and it's so hard and people are discouraging you, this is especially what I'm talking about. And I hope that you will take up your mantle of leadership and you'll come. You'll come hang out with me. I look forward to seeing you there. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking with you again the next time.